Blog Talk Radio. Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. everybody. Welcome to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. We are back live tonight. Today is March 17, 2009, and you're here with Wendy and Hillary. Hey, Hillary. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, except for my voice is a little bit raspy, so I apologize in advance. And if for some reason, like, you don't hear me, that means I'm coughing and I've put you on mute, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll try not to laugh because then that makes me cough. So um, so then you'll just have to kind of, you know, just improvise. I'm going to try and and uh, not overdo because my voice, I don't want to um, start laughing. Although we always have so much fun. I know I know at some point you're going to go, well, we lost her. <laughs> she must be done. <laughs> Probably at some point. Okay. Yeah. Well, we it's nice to, how are you feeling? I know last week we were both out. My voice was gone. and um, I know. I think I ate some bad orange chicken, which is very unfortunate because I love orange chicken. But um, <laughs> I I was I was so sick that day, and I was we both decided to kind of take a knee last week. But I'm glad we're back. And I just want to let everybody know if you're listening, I'm trying to open up the chat room. Wendy um, is um, somewhere else today, and she's using a different computer, so she can't pull up the chat room for us. I'm trying to, and my internet is being really slow. So if you're listening to us live and you're usually in the chat room, give me a few minutes. I am trying to pull it up. Hopefully we can get it going in a minute here. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't have chat, so I'm sorry, you guys. I feel kind of disconnected, so I won't be able to play with you all in the chat room. But um, but hopefully you can hear us, and we're so happy that you're hanging out with us tonight. We have a great show planned. Um, we're going to talk about uh, what we've been up to over the past two weeks. There's some a um, couple of new movies out that we're going to talk about. We're in our uh, topic for tonight. We're going to talk deployment communication and everything from just types of communication, from email to phone calls, that kind of stuff. And then we're going to um, dive into the hot topic of just what exactly do you tell your spouse while he's deployed or she's deployed? Do you tell them every little thing, or do you hold back a little bit to help with their stress level? So um, <clears throat> we're going to um, get your input on that too. So if you're in the chat room, we want to know. Um, how you handle it, and it's it's a personal choice, it's a personal decision, but um, I think it's a quite, it's one of the most questions that we get asked. How much do you tell them of stuff that happens at home? So we're going to talk about that. Plus, um, I am calling in from Austin, Texas, so I am far from Tennessee. I'm in cowboy ranch land, and. Uh, <laughs> Never been here to at Austin, in Austin before, and tomorrow I'm going to tour um, USAA's headquarters. So we're going to talk about all of that tonight. Plus, Hillary's got a whole list of stuff she wants to talk about too. So please hang out with us. We've got a fun show planned. It'll be a good time. Yep. We just want to remind everybody 
Um, tonight, if you're listening to us live, we would love for you to join the conversation by joining the chat as soon as it um, pulls up. I'm getting it up on my screen. Um, but also, you can call in, um, or you can IM us, actually. So um, we have Yahoo um, Instant Messenger, um, I think. Okay, here we go. I am in the chat room. We are open. And um, so in there, I'm Marla usually is manning the Yahoo for us and, and the chat room for us. So... Um, she'll be in there to get um, any questions you have to us um, so that, you know, we're always there. Um, you can also um, call us in, and the number is um, 646-652-4629, I believe. You see that? I did, totally did that from memory. Uh, so. Yes. Is that right? <laughs> That's good. Awesome. Okay, we just asked that if you do want to call into our show, if you jump in the chat room and um, say, hey, my name's Jane, and um, I'm calling from area code 123. So that way when your number shows up on our screen, we know that you're a legit caller. That's cool to put you on the air. Um, just we want to kind of screen our calls um, that way. We also ask if you do call in your member OPSEC, which is operational security. Um, when doing so, just please only give us your first name, no discussion of ship, boat, or unit names, or names in conjunction with your command. We just want to keep everybody safe out there. So we have Yahoo, I am, Navy Wife Radio, our chat room, and our call-in. And, you know, we love to hear from you guys. It's, it, our show is so much better when, when we have your input. So we, we definitely love for you guys to join in. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's get started. It's already, gosh, 9.05. We're on that. And um, I'm still, this daylight savings time change has really kind of messed me up. Not to mention I was, like, on the California time zone, you know, um, couple weeks ago, so I feel like my internal clock is all messed up. Um, but it, yeah, it's already 5 after 9, so what we're going to do is take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about our weeks and what we've been up to the last couple of weeks, and um, we want to hear from you too. So if you're in the chat, um, let us know what you did last week, or if you're going to take a spring vacation, we want to know about that too. So we'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Hillary, and we're so happy to be back with you after taking last week off. So how, how have you been, Hillary? I know I, I talked I've been talk, really talk. good. Yeah, I was sick last Tuesday, and um, but I got better, you know, maybe like, I guess, 24 hours. I really just think I ate some bad food. Um, and, um, you know, we're talking about spring break and everything coming up, and my, my family, my mom and dad and my brother, are coming out here um, in April. 
so I've been, like, going through my house looking um, in, like, like, okay, do I need to clean this up? Do I need to clean this up? I haven't even lived here for a year yet, and I still have, like, I already have junk drawers and, like, stuff thrown in closets, and I'm like, I don't remember putting that there, but it probably shouldn't be there, you know? So I'm, like, slowly going through cleaning stuff out like I did. Like, I cleaned out my baseboards in my house the other day and, and that kind of stuff. Just, like, random cleaning projects I want to get done before my parents come see my house for the first time. So that's kind of making me really busy. Yeah, and, you know, we... I live in a house that's um, civilian contracted on a Navy base, so I I don't think that their, like, um, responsibilities to clean the house before they move out are as high as they would be if it was, like, regular military housing, because some of the places, some of the things in this house were just dirty, and they were just gross, and um, that's one thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, sometimes I know I go on, like, a cleaning binge, like, I'll just, like, I just have to clean my house, and I just have to really get and, like, clean everything, and I just can't, like, take it anymore. Like, my, there's dishes in the sink, and the floor is dirty, and I'm just, like, going crazy. So I want to know what the grossest thing you've ever cleaned in your house is. On, like, it was, like, the bathroom drain or, like, behind the toilet where you never, you know, dust or something like that. I want to know what the grossest thing you ever cleaned in your, in your house was. And I'm going to say my bathroom drain. It's pretty gross. Yeah, that is, that can be pretty gross. I yeah, I, you know that that's a good one. That's a good one. I, excuse me, I'm trying to think. What has been the absolute? Well, I have dogs, so that kind of when you throw dogs in the mess of things. Um, and we're not counting kids, right? Because you know if if you've got right. well, like a baby, yeah, I don't have kids. I have dogs. Okay, so I'm gonna say, all right. So we're gonna you're gonna post this over on the website too, so people can. Yeah. In uh, fact, I can tell you right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to say the grossest thing. It must be. It's gonna have to be something to do with my husband. It has to be. Um, <laughs> you know what? I won't say. I, I I don't know that this is. This would be my closest thing to grossest. I would have to say, yeah. In our, in my house, there's uh, three bathrooms and. I, there's no girls except for me. So Christian has a bathroom. There's the guest bathroom that he and Craig seem to always manage to use. And there's my bathroom. So when it's time to clean toilets, I have to clean three boy toilets, which I think <laughs> is pretty darn gross. So the drain would probably win out if there was only, you know, one toilet to clean. But since there's three, yeah. So we want to hear whatever. But, yeah, that, that's what I have to say. I have two toilets, and one of them, the my cat's litter pan is in there, so that's pretty gross as well. Every time you walk in the bathroom, I keep a broom right outside the door to, like, sweep up the litter just so you're not, like, crunching on it as you walk in the bathroom. But, like, I have very thin hair, but I have a lot of it. I'm naturally blonde, so I lose, like, 100 hairs a day or something like that. I learned that in elementary school. If you have blonde hair, you lose a lot of hair every day. So... I, I, you know, I, and I bought that little, um, the, one of those little things you can put in your drain that's supposed to, like, catch the hair and keep it from going down the drain. But it's always clogged. It's just um, <laughs> inevitable. So, um, yeah, that's definitely my grossest thing. So I'm posting it on the website now, www.mymolife.com. Go on and check out our forums. Um, I'm going to post a question, and you can um, post your grossest thing. And if we get some really good ones, we'll mention it on air.
um, on our next show. So, do that. Yeah, and you, guys, you guys thought we were going to talk about something. Um, you can hear Christian making noise. They're playing video games downstairs. <laughs> um, I had to come out and get a bottle of water. That way, I, so I hope you're listening to us. You get your favorite, you know, beverage or whether it's a whether it's a, a wine cooler or a bottle of water like me. Or come on, Duke, you need to go outside. I'm gonna talk to my dogs for a second. Come on, Duke, go on. I All right. Well, I'll go ahead and um, yeah. we'll go ahead and move on to our next topic. Okay. Um, I've seen a couple of movies since we were last on the air, and I wanted to kind of talk about them. If you've seen them, Wendy, or if anybody else has seen them. Um, I saw Bride Wars, I want to mention first, because I probably have less to say about that than I do Benjamin Button. Um, I'm a really big Kate Hudson fan. I love Goldie Hawn, so, you know, I'm, I'm all about Kate Hudson. I thought, it, you know, they had a really kind of a lot of lousy reviews, but I thought it was really good. It was really funny. Um, it probably could have used a little bit more plot, but really it was only about the two girls, you know, and, and their relationship, so it didn't really need anything else, but... um. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It was a really cute movie. And um, so if you've seen it, jump in the chat room and, and talk to me about it. If you haven't seen it, I should, I would say go see it. It's, defi- it's definitely a girlfriend's movie. You know, don't go see it with your with your man. Don't take him. He won't get it, and he, he'll just be probably just kind of well, how many... a fake smile the whole time. Right. So how many, or if it was Craig, he'd fall asleep in the theater. So, like, how how do you rate it, like, one out of five, five being amazing? Um, I'd say three. I'll give it a good solid three. I mean, there there wasn't a lot you could do with it. Like, I mean, it was just, the, you know, the plot, and that was it. So I guess if, if I had any complaint, it would definitely be, um, you know, the lack of plot. But um, it was really funny. It's definitely a girlfriend's movie, which, you know, we all love. And, um, and um, you know, I love Kate Hudson, and she's just a great actress, and uh, and they have really good, you know, like, best friends kind of chemistry and stuff. So, a three. I will give it a, a solid three. Okay. All right. Cool. One. And what other movie did you go see? Um, I saw Benjamin Button, which I had wanted to see, but I waited till it came to the theater on base because we get, we get like, free movies um, like a month after they've been in the theater, so they'll come to the base theater and we get to go see them for free. So I went and um, I thought it was very, very good. I wasn't, like, my life didn't change after seeing it, you know, like so many people, I guess, just thought it was epic. But it was very good. I love the love story, you know, I'm a sucker for a love story. And actually, this is not giving an, away in the heart of the movie, but Benjamin Button was in the Navy. He was uh, working oh. on a tugboat, and the Navy got co- uh, the Navy commandeered the tugboat he was working on. So he, uh, um, after um, Pearl Harbor, um, the Navy, I guess, commandeered a few, um, you know, civilian um, ships, and the tugboat um, kind of helped, you know, pull ships in and out of harbor, and um, you know, or pull like scrap with barges full of scrap metal and stuff like that. So that was really cool. I thought the Benjamin Button was in the Navy. It was a, a good. I always complain that there are not a good, enough good movies with the Navy in them. So I was like, yeah, you know, those are the but, movies of the Navy. Let me ask. Let me ask Kelly. Have you ever seen um, Forever Young with Mel Gibson? No, I have not. Yeah, I was going to ask how it how it how it compares to that movie because I haven't seen the Benjamin Button movie. But I thought, I wonder if it's the same concept. Hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah, if you've seen that movie, if anybody's seen Forever Young, you'll have to tell us that too. I'll have to look that up on the internet because I've never heard of that movie. 
So we'll have to check that out. Okay. It's based on um. It's based on a book, and now I, of course, I totally can't remember what it is now, but um. By an an author Fitzgerald. Um, I think it's F. Scott Fitzgerald or something like that, and um, it's based on like a short story. But they definitely dragged it out into you know a very it's like a three hour movie. It's really long, but um, oh my it's just God. a very yeah it's long. But it's a really sweet story and it's got a lot of humor in it. And um, and I I'll have to say this though I give it five stars because it's a really good movie, but it's not wow. like the feel good movie of the summer. Like it's not gonna leave you with a happy, you know, with a happy note in your heart. It's like. I mean, if you understand the story, there's really not an awesome way for it to end. So it just has to end, you know, the best for everyone. And, and it's kind of sad. But um, but it was really good, you know. Obviously, Brad Pitt, you know, amazing actress or actor. And Kate, Kate Blanchett, you know, wonderful actress. And um, So uh, I'd definitely go see it or, you know, rent it, Netflix it, whatever. Awesome. Okay. Movie. Cool. All right. Well, um, you know, there was there. I forgot. I wasn't going to talk about this tonight, but since we're talking about movies, I'll go ahead and mention it. Um, I we recently. This is kind of the ADD moment of the story. We recently <laughs> signed up for Twitter, right? You and I. Mm-hmm. I right. One day, and I finally had time to figure out what Twitter is and how to sign up. So, just real quickly, I'll give that out. Um, our Twitter addresses, so you can follow us. Mine is my military life, and Hillary's. It's um it's Hilly CFP, right? Yes. Yes, Hilly CFP. And my military life is mine. And mine'll be like part show, part show topics and information and then just what I'm at and what I'm doing. And um well I um through there, through a series that you know how it is when you get on the internet, you click here, there and everywhere and then before you know it you land someplace and you don't know how you got there. Well there's <laughs> this new movie out called um it's called Brothers at War. And mm-hmm. um, so I think they found me or some anyway. So I've been getting all of their um, Twitter updates. It's called Brothers at War, and um, it's this movie that is a documentary about uh, this big brother who has two little brothers that are deployed to Iraq, and he puts a film crew together, raises money locally, like a grassroots movement. I think he's from Iowa or something, and um, goes over to Iraq and films this documentary about his two brothers. Like, why are, why are they serving? Um, why they, uh, you know, why they feel their mission is important? Um, and what their day-to-day life is. And one is a West Point grad, and the other one is a sniper. And it's, you know, I, I watched the trailer, and um, Gary Sinise is uh, the executive producer of the movie, and he's a big supporter of the military. He does a lot of USO tours. And so it just piqued my interest. So, um, so we've emailed, I've been in contact with them, and we're going to get somebody from their camp on the show uh, either the next week or the week after that. Oh, and awesome. Yeah, so it's brothersatwarmovie.com. And um, I have to say, you know, I'm here in Austin. I'm on my mom's computer, and um, she doesn't have Flash installed. It's so funny. So... Every website I try and go to that has Flash, including our chat room, it won't load. So I wanted to get on the Brothers at War Movie dot com website while I'm talking to you right now, but it won't load. So, um, but you can go there and it'll show you uh, military installations that are screening the movie. It just opened this week, and 
It opened in uh, Columbus, Georgia. <clears throat> it opened at Fort Bragg. Um, they had their screening in New York City last night, and uh, uh, they do a really good job with the Twitter updates. They keep sending me all this stuff. And I saw Gary Sinise last night on Late Night with um, Jimmy Fallon, I think, where he mm-hmm. talked about the movie and stuff. So anyway, the, the point of it is, is uh, you can either look for the movie in your area by going to the website, or if you want to have a screening in your area, you can contact them and they'll work with you to kind of a grassroots movement to get the theater um, in your local area to show the movie. And uh, from the parts that I've seen, you know, I think there's so many military movies out there that are, you know, that kind of either go uh, anti-war or they show the military in a bad light. And, you know, I just don't even watch those movies. I can't even watch them, you know. Um, I just... They're just not even worth my time to even watch. But this is a story that's, you know, it's not pro-war or anti-war. It's just a story about three brothers and one that, you know, took the chance to follow his two younger brothers and document their experience. And uh, it's, it's uh, for all the reviews say it's really powerful. And uh, so I encourage everybody to check it out. And then we'll we'll have somebody on the show in the next couple of weeks to to talk about it further and uh, share it with all of our listeners. So. I'm excited about that. Me too. Yeah, I agree with you. There's a lot of, um, like, mainstream stuff. It's either, like, really, really, really for the war or really, 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 really against it. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And and I've found it, you know, from reading, um, from being on your Twitter. So everybody should come join Twitter, and you can get all the same updates we do. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I I put on there today, I saw my first cowboy. I told Craig, I said, I would take a picture of him with my instinct phone, but he probably thinks I'm stalking it, stalking it. But the guy, you know, he, he was the full getup. He had the cowboy boots, the Wrangler jeans, the striped or the, you know, flannel type shirt, yeah. cowboy hat. We were at this barbecue place for for lunch. I'm like, you are in Texas, definitely. Well, so. I know, and I I sent you a, a Twitter back because I know Craig has cowboy boots. He did have his cowboy boots on, but I told him, I'm like, do we need to get you a pair of Wranglers? Would you even wear a pair of Wranglers? <laughs> That's so funny. And then he, he, he said, you know those shirts, those um, pearl button shirts? He's like, um, he's like, those are really in style now. My husband yeah. has some. Yeah, so I, I said, really? Would you wear one of those? So anyway, we had fun with it. So join us on Twitter, follow us, and uh, we'll follow you, and you just got to you know, go to twitter.com slash um, hillycsp or um, slash mymilitarylife, and that's where you'll find both of us. You can follow us on Twitter. Yeah. So, and those links okay. are both in the chat room, too. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, so um, okay, let's move to our next topic. We talked about the movies. We're done with that. So what else you got, Hillary? Um, one thing real quick, and then I guess we can move on my last thing for today. Um, okay. As I'm as I was cleaning my house, I opened my fridge the other day and just kind of looked at it and realized kind of how pathetic the contents of my fridge were. So another question I'm um, giving to our listeners: If you are if your spouse is deployed, I want to know what's in your fridge. I know even if you have kids, I know sometimes you have to buy you know specific food that your kids will eat. But especially if you're like me and you don't have any kids and your husband's gone. 
I want to know what's in your fridge because I know that the contents of my fridge could not sustain anyone for more than a week, yet somehow I avoid buying groceries for months. So it's it's very interesting. It's like a time warp, like, you know, closet to Narnia kind of weird thing. I don't know. But um, so I'm going to post my um, contents of my fridge online. I'm not going to tell you on the radio show because you need to get on our website and sign up and join us at www.mymolife.com. I'm going to post the contents of my fridge, and I want you to post the contents of your fridge and um, kind of compare and see. Even if maybe your husband isn't deployed, maybe he just got back, or maybe he's about to leave, you know, any kind of, like, weird situation where, you know, grocery shopping is not your um, number one priority. You know, let me know what's in your fridge. And uh, what you keep, you know, what you live off of while um, your husband's deployed and, you know, what your staples are and that kind of stuff. So um, that will be in um, in our forum on uh, mymillife.com. So have to get in there and uh, we'll talk about it. Yes, I think that's a cool question to and ask. And Marla just I know said we all to have take a picture. Oh, and, and a I'll... picture. Okay, because you know on our new blog you can upload your own pictures. Yeah. So, okay, very cool. Okay, I'll play. I'll I'll post what's in there, what, like what used to be in Craig's home now. But um, I have some, uh, you know, when kids are little, they can live a long time on chicken nuggets. Ask any mom. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I I uh, my one of my favorite stories to share is, uh, and you know, I've done the same thing, so I feel comfortable sharing it on the Milspas blog. Krista um, Wells wrote once. She's like, "Is it normal to feed your kids the same meal, kids the same meal three days in a row?" Um, and it was she was talking about chicken nuggets and corn dogs or something. So uh, <coughs> excuse me. It's easy to do when your when your life gets a little crazy. You just try and make things easier where you can. So uh, all right. So we'll we'll look for that on the blog. I think that's a great idea, Hillary. So um, okay. You know what? I had one thing to tell everybody. Uh, the I don't know if anybody else besides me follows college basketball, but. In my house, we absolutely love, me especially, love to watch college basketball in the NCAA tournament. And so the teams were just announced on Sunday. And uh, we get our brackets, we print them out, we pick all of our teams, and we track the whole tournament long. So I encourage you guys, you know, something fun to do. Maybe you've never done it before, you know, especially if you've got kids or even girlfriends. Print out the brackets, pick your team. It's something fun. And um, college basketball is exciting this time of year. So, uh yeah. Do you do you, are you called fan. Okay. you're a baseball fan? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all right. I'll still like you. <laughs> so. But that website I want to put out it's NCAA March Madness two thousand nine dot com. And that's the one I was on. But the final four this year will be in Detroit and it's always exciting. One year I actually won the bracket pool um on Craig's boat when he was when he was deployed, like I sent my picks oh, cool. in, and I actually won. I like amazingly enough, and um, I got like I don't know. Well, I suppose the lawyers don't want to hear that that they're actually doing that kind of stuff underway. But that's so okay. surprising to me, Wendy. You do not project college basketball fan. Oh, I love college basketball. I love, love, love it. I'm a huge Gator fan, Florida Gator fan. So, anyway, so okay, so that's well, my I'm, little. And I'll still like you, even though you're a Gators fan. How about that? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. My brother is actually um, a sports, sports broadcaster, broadcaster, commentator, commentator kind, of person, kind of person. 
So, so we have a lot of sports in my family, and my they're all big um, Bulldogs fans and Atlanta Braves fans and all that good stuff. So I hear a lot about sports in my family, and I'm a big Braves fan, but basketball is not one that I follow. So we'll be anxious to hear your updates. Especially okay, yeah, you will. I'll be talking about it next week. Um, okay. Once I get my – I don't even have my picks done. I think I have to have them done by Thursday. I think the games start on Thursday. I know people will be like, she's such a fan, but she doesn't know when the games start. Um, I'm a little bit off my schedule because we're gone and I don't have, you know, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, next week I'll have my picks and I'll tell you how I'm doing. And um, we want to hear you how you guys are doing too. So, all right, so what else do you got, Hillary? Do you got anything um, else? That's all for me today, I think. That's all for you? Okay, let's see. Um, you know what? I want to tell everybody that if you're still wondering what to do on spring break, we're on spring break right now. Um, there's actually a SeaWorld in C- in San Antonio. And so we're, we're such planners that today we decided, well, maybe we should log on and see if, if the SeaWorld offer is still going on where you get free admission. Um, the hero salute that Bush Gardens does or Bush uh, Bush family does. Mm-hmm. And um, so it is going on. And so if you are, you know, active duty or activated or drilling reservists or even National Guard, National Guardsmen is how they put it on their website, um, you guys are entitled to free admission under the Here to the Heroes program. And it's, uh, I believe it's the service member and doesn't say how many dependents. I think if you however many kids you have, you get in free. Maybe it's, it doesn't really say here. Um, it doesn't say. But it's herosalute.com. It just says dependents may take advantage of the offer without their service member, though an adult must be, must be present. So if your spouse is deployed, you can still go with your ID card. You just need to present that for you and your kids, which I think is great. And so we're actually going to go to SeaWorld on Friday. We've been in Florida, but um, we're going to go to the one here. But that's good for uh, Bush Gardens in Tampa Bay or Williamsburg, Virginia, and SeaWorld in Orlando, San Antonio, or San Diego. And there's a couple other places, too, where it's good. Water Country, USA, and some Sesame Place. I'm not sure where that's at, but um, you can check out HeroSalute.com and you can go uh, for free. It's a free complimentary single day admission for you. I really want to go to SeaWorld in San Diego. I love SeaWorld. I've been to the one in Florida like three times, I think, in my lifetime. I lived in South Georgia, so I just lived a few hours away. So I'm really, really hoping I get to go. I love Sea. I don't think you can get tired of going to SeaWorld. Me either. I just love it. I love Chris, when Christian was about, I think, three or four when he was still learning how to talk, he would. He said the first time we took him, he's like, I want to go see Shampoo. Shampoo. It wasn't Shampoo. It was Shampoo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyway, I encourage you guys to make plans to go and do that. Um, we're excited. We're going to go Friday, and uh, we're going to go see Shampoo while we're there. And, and tomorrow... <laughs> I'm going to be down in, since I'm in San Antonio, um, I'm going to be touring USAA. I'm going to go down there and meet Mike Kelly and all those great folks and <clears throat> get to walk through USAA, and they really support our show, and we love USAA, and um, they have you know sponsored our live events before, and um, so the chance to get to go down there and 
uh, walk around, walk the halls, and see what the buildings look like, Colson or whatever. I don't know what I'm going to see, but I think it's going to be exciting. So thanks, Mike, for allowing me to come down, and um, I will report next week what it was like, and who knows, maybe one day we'll get to go back and plan a little bit more, maybe do a couple of live interviews with our, our friends. We've got, we've had, you know, June Wahlberg on the show, we've had J.J. Montanero, we've had the Identity Theft guy was on, we've had lots of folks from USAA on, so maybe next time when we go we'll be able to do a couple of live interviews. They always have so much good advice. Yeah, they do. I, I love them. So, and you guys can look forward to more of that content coming up in the future. Um, we're working on some things, and we'll bring you more of uh, USAA's content because that always uh, we always get great feedback when we do it. So we're going to do more mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. So that's what I have there for tomorrow in USAA. And uh, oh, you know what else I want to tell you about before we take a break and talk about our topic, our hot topic for tonight. Um, you know, they say diamonds are a girl's best friend, right? Well, mm -hmm. I say Ikea is a girl's best friend. <laughs> we went to Ikea here, and I took about at least 15 pictures with my little camera phone walking around and getting ideas because uh, – have you ever been to an Ikea, Hillary? I have not, but I've heard – it's really big in California. I'm just, uh -huh. I'm just in, like, a tiny little bubble in California where there's nothing – so I keep hearing about it, and I want to go, but there's not one, you know, within a Ask in the chat room, has anybody been to Ikea? I want to know, anybody in there, if they've ever been. Ikea, you know, don't get me wrong, it's not like, you know, going to Haverty's, you know, or, right, you know, Ethan Allen or something. But it's it's really streamlined. Some things are modern, some things are not. But it's real streamlined, clean, um, home furnishings, accessories, and, um, I went because we want to redo Christian's bedroom. He wants one of these beds that are kind of like a loft bed. They're like a metal frame with a twin bed on top, and then underneath it you can put a desk. <clears throat> so we went looking for that. And, and um, oh, my gosh, you just can get lost in there. It's like a little maze, and they have, um, they have little uh, actual, like a, they'll have like a little studio apartment set up. 600, 700 square feet, and in there has a tricked-out kitchen, the living space, the bathroom, the uh, bedroom, and it, it's all done just really, you know, with modular-type furniture and nice kitchen cabinetry where you go to close the drawers and they kind of stop and then they go in automatically. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, we went there today, and I only had an hour to spend. It was not nearly enough. But um, I, I love Ikea. It's a good thing we don't have one closer to us because we'd have to <laughs> um, But, yes, yeah, so if you have an Ikea, it's worth it. It's, it's so worth it. If you've never been in one, just go in there and, you know, just, yeah. And then at the end, you can vote, you can get, like, a dollar, you have, like, treats at the end, dollar sodas, dollar fat-free yogurt, dollar um, 50-cent hot dogs or whatever, so. I guess you can have the hot dog with the fat-free yogurt. I never thought of that before, but anyway, so that was my highlight of my trip so far, going to Ikea. Well, we'll have to see if um, SeaWorld can rival Ikea because I'm like you. I could spend, you know, eight hours in a place like that. So. Yeah, me and my mom were in there, and Craig and were in the truck just, like, zoned out because we'd been running around all day long today. 
so Craig took a nap, and Christian, I think, tried to take a nap. He he read his book. He didn't want to go in. While me and my mom were in there, I'm like, Mom, we are on a timeline. We cannot. Finally, towards the end, literally, because we still weren't even like three quarters of the way through, I said, I turned to her and I said, you know what? Here's the deal. We just cannot look at anything. You just have to look forward and watch because there's no way we're going to get through this. And there are a lot of times. That's what we had to do. We just had to walk straight and put, like, blinders on. Was your husband with you while you were walking through that can? No, no, no he was in the car. He was in the truck. That's good because whenever yeah. I take my husband into the store and I'm like, oh, I need to look at this, he is just, like, so beside himself. He hates following me around stores. Yeah, it's, it's just like Craig's like, I'll wait for you. I'll be in the truck. I'm going to read the yeah. news on my phone and try and take a nap. So I'm like, yeah. okay. He is not. And But I tell him all the time, I'm like, I'm not going to get a cart because I don't want to buy anything, but you need to come with me so you can hold stuff for me if I decide to get something. I'm like, I need your hand. I need your extra pair of hands. Then he's like, no. He's like, I refuse. So, oh, well. Well, you know. Um, as he gets older, he'll understand it's just easier to go along with you, right? I agree. It's easier to comply. Save everyone some time. I'm always right. That's that's what I say. Yeah. So, okay, everybody. Well, we are going to, um, gosh, can you believe it's already 937? Oh, my gosh. Time goes by so fast. I'm trying to. Um. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then we're, when we come back, we're going to talk about our, our the question we've received a lot lately and uh, sort of a hot topic. What? How much do you tell your husband while he's deployed or, or while your spouse is deployed? <clears throat> we're going to talk creative communication, deployment communication. Um, you know, what's it like when your husband's deployed and you get that phone call from that first port call and you hear the music blaring in the background and you're like, where are you? Yeah. Um, or if you've read Sarah Smiley's book and he's had a little bit too much to drink, that kind of a phone call. So <clears throat> we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk deployment communication. So stay with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Wendy and Hillary on Navy Wife Radio, Military Life Radio. And we're going to talk about deployment communication. And it's always a hot topic because everyone has a little bit of a different view on it. And people, some people will think, well, what kind of communication? He's going to be gone. How much am I really going to hear from him? But depending on whether he's surface or submarines or if he's boots on ground deployment, there's all different kinds of deployments. So we're going to just talk and um, we'll try and differentiate each thing as we go along. But because, you know, every deployment is different. And when we're talking about getting phone calls or email, it, it really does depend on the type of deployment. So I say all this with the caveat. So if your husband is on a submarine, you're right. You're not going to get any phone calls if he's on a boomer. If he's on a fast attack, yeah, you might get a port call, uh, phone call. So just bear with us as we go through this and, you know, kind of put yourself in each person's shoes as we go through the different uh, types of communication that you might experience during deployment. And we get so many folks that listen to us that 
have not yet even gone through their first deployment or on their first one right now. So I think this is a topic that uh, is still timely and we can still all learn from each other. So if you're in the chat room listening to us, you have uh, any comments or want to chime in, we want to hear what you have to say because uh, things change all the time and <clears throat> we want to hear you know, what, what your point of view is. So, All right, Hillary. So what I've got for types of communication, I know they seem pretty generic and uh, applicable to everybody, but since we have a lot of folks that have never experienced a deployment, I like to just start from the beginning. And um, so we're going to talk about email because no matter what type of deployment that you're on, chances are you're going to get email. And might not be regularly, but um, email. So how? Oh, my phone's beeping. So um, how has email worked for you? I'll tell you my stories about email, and I'm curious how has emailing been working? I prefer email to all other all versions of communication while my husband is gone. And I posted a blog about this recently, so you'll have to go to my no life and read, you know, on my blogs if you haven't. Phone calls are very emotional for me, so email I can kind of take it at my own pace. It's pretty, it's pretty reliable. Um, sometimes internet will go down my husband's surface, so we have pretty reliable, honestly, pretty reliable email and. Um, just a couple times he's like, hey, I tried to send this, um, you know, a couple days ago and it didn't go or whatever. But um, I've had really good experiences with email. I, it's, it's definitely my preferred route of communication while my husband's gone. Um, I also, not only just because it's reliable and, and I, can, I can keep emails, whereas I can't keep phone calls, I found that I've been able to, like, Say something happens that I'm, for whatever reason, upset with my husband while he's deployed. I've written out emails and then felt better and not had to send them and been able to kind of like put it on the back burner and move on with my life. Whereas if we were doing phone calls, you know, I might have sat that stuff out without really thinking about it, without really, you know, reflecting on it enough and, and possibly cause an argument while he was deployed, and, and that's something I never want to do. You know, I don't want to argue with him. So, right. So I really well, yeah. appreciate that factor, that I can I can read what I'm going to say, and then I'm like, well, you know, maybe I'm over it. You know, I really don't need to say that. So, Well, that's good advice, you know. Um, I think that getting your thoughts down on paper, we're going to talk about that, um, is always good. It helps you clear things out and then, you know, kind of work through it. And then maybe what was such a really big deal, once you get it out on paper and you look at it, you realize that at the time it was a huge deal, but now things have kind of cooled off and you realize that maybe maybe it's not that big of, you know, it's more of a nuisance than life-altering kind of a thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I'll, I'm going to, Hillary's going to kind of talk towards surface side because that's her background, and I'm going to kind of hit on some submarine side stuff. And and boots on ground. For email for us, when Craig was underway on a boomer, um, a lot of times what I would do, and this is a great suggestion to you guys, is go ahead and write an email out and number it in the subject line, 1, 2, 3, 4, 50, or 70, or however many. And um, you know, one of the misconceptions is, is 
you know, I'm not, I don't want to give his email address out to his mom or his sister or his aunt because I don't want them to take up any space that's going to inflict, you know, hinder me from emailing. I've heard, I've had wives tell me that where they don't, they're just really, um, if the husband has forgotten to send out the email to family, that they go, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to share that because if they start sending email every day, then somehow my email won't go through, which sounds kind of selfish, <laughs> you know, but it doesn't work like that. You can, email is like so much, it's such a tiny amount of space that <laughs> you can send an email every day. You can send five emails a day if you wanted to. And it doesn't take up that much space. So share the email address with family if your husband's okay with that. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Uh, I I would be mad if I was that sister or brother or mother-in-law. Or, <laughs> I would not yeah, like I never that. even thought about that, really. Yeah, so she could share that's that. And, and then you can print them out. That was the other thing. You print them out, and then if you get, you know, the chance to send mail, there's a mail drop if you're on a submarine, or just regular snail mail. You just put them all in an envelope and send them out that way, just in case the email doesn't go through. Mhm. That's a good. That's a good way to um to do it. Um. I I have a book that I recently read. I'm not going to give a review of today. I'll, I'll talk about it next week because I have mixed. It's a mixed review of this book. Um. But in it, it we it talked about how in like World War World War Two, um, they started sending something called V mail, V as in Victor V mail, and it was like you wrote a letter and they took a picture of your letter, and they took a picture of all the other letters that all everybody was sending out to this to this place at one time. They took tiny pictures, put it on microfilm, and then they sent this tiny little piece of microfilm, you know, this tiny little canister wherever the mail was going. So, like, you, you wrote a letter, you sent it in, and they took a picture of it, and then they sent it to your husband's, um, you know, unit or whatever overseas. And then they got it, and, um, like, a processing center would print out the picture of your letter. And it was, like, the first version of email. It was, like, really a quick, it was like really quick way to get mail back and forth and, um and uh, it was kind of like almost like I guess pre-fax would be more than email. Um, and it was really kind of cool because I never heard of that before. Yeah. So um, and I'll talk more about that book next time, and um, because the book has a lot, it, says, it talks a lot about email and how important it was to those wives because they could get email maybe once a month or maybe sometimes even more than that, whereas letters maybe only come like once every three months because it took so long. Um, to get mail, you know, in a, on a boat, usually, um, you know, across the ocean and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so we're, we're definitely, yeah. you know, really, really, email definitely opened up a whole new, like, world for... Well, I think, uh, you know, whenever you get frustrated when email's down, because, you know, sometimes the email will go down when they're busy and they cannot... Um, access mail. So, you know, when you get really frustrated and you're like, gosh, how come my husband got me mail? It's not because your husband doesn't love you anymore. It's not because your wife doesn't love you anymore. It's not because they're, you know, too busy and they don't have time. It's, you know, a lot of times because the email is physically down and they cannot send or receive. So 
I always like to mention that because I've had people email me and say, I sent him, you know, four emails and I haven't heard anything and it's been two weeks. What could be wrong? And, and there's really nothing wrong. They're busy. They're busy and they're, they have no communication. So um, it's not anything more than that. Don't read anything more than that. And trust me, it's so funny. Um, when I was at, uh, you know, whenever I get the chance to talk to sailors, it's communication is always something that I bring up. And I always ask the question, how much do you want to know from your spouse? And what's it like when you don't get email? And it's so funny, as upset as you are when your email's not getting, um, when you're not getting a response, they are the same way, like chances mm-hmm. are most of the time. So when you're upset and going, gosh, how come he hasn't emailed me or she hasn't emailed me, on the other end they're saying that too and kind of walking around kind of depressed, like, gosh, I wonder why I haven't heard from home. I hope everything is okay. And and um, I think that's that's good to note because sometimes I think our emails can be sent and we think, oh, gosh, you know, I've sent three emails already this week. I, do I really need to send another one? Or it's been a week since I emailed. Oh, he knows that I love him. Oh, she knows that I love him. And you can never send too many emails. You can never send too many. Is my that's my philosophy. So try and I always say try and email every day. That way, whether it comes through or not, at least you're sending them. Even if it's just a simple, I'm thinking about you. I love you. I miss you. And that's it. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Hillary? Um, I first I want to um, mention something that Marla mentioned to me um, when we talked about numbering emails. Um, oh, uh-huh. I just kind of wanted to give a little explanation. When they stack up, like if the email is cut off and your email are, is, is stacking up in like the, you know, worldwide interwebs, when the email comes back on, they're going to get the email mo- more than likely um, newest to oldest. Um, I don't know why that is. It's just kind of, I guess, what people have figured out. So that's why it's really important to number them because, um, you know what? Because they are going to stack up. Even if he gets them like every day, you know he might get it on Wednesday, but you sent two on Tuesday. You know they still might come out of order. So um, email. So yeah, numbering is really important. That's it's a really good idea. So that's a that's a good point. Thanks, Marla. Thanks, Marla. Okay, so let's let's skip to the next one because we only got about ten minutes left, and I want to okay. get through all of. These. So um, the next type of communication that you can have, um, you know, oh, it's not on this list. It's, uh, okay, we'll just say the uh, the next one is phone calls. And um, like I said, if you're on a boom, if your husband's on a boomer, sorry, you know, you don't get phone calls. So I'm with you in that boat. Don't get mad at us. Don't start throwing things at your computer screen saying, what are they talking about, phone calls? We don't get phone calls. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I know you got some phone calls. So what was that like to hear? The voice well, has gone for a long time. My first phone call I got, my first boat phone call, I had just moved to California. We had gotten married a month and a half earlier. I was living in my house by myself. No furniture, no nothing, you know, no Internet or anything. And I get a phone call like two weeks into this little detachment he's on. You know, I'm you're kind of freaking out, I guess, because I was like all by myself. And I get this phone call, and it's, like, real grainy, and he sounds so far away. And I think that it was nice to hear from him and stuff, but honestly, I think that kind of soured me on phone calls because as soon as I hung up, I was, like, bawling my eyes out. And, like, it just brought up so many emotions for me, you know. And and 
I, I think it's, you know, he's the same way that phone calls are just very, you know, they're a whole lot more intense than emails. You know, hearing his voice is just completely different than reading what he has to say on an email. So, honestly, we keep our phone calls to a minimum. This deployment, he called me on my birthday, which was really nice. I was glad he called me on my birthday, you know, because we both turned 21, which was like in 10 days of each other. Um, you know, that's a big birthday to, to not be able to celebrate, not only just not being able to celebrate with my husband, but not being able to celebrate with my family either because they're so far away. So that was a really important phone call for me. Not, I hadn't heard his voice at that point in like a month and a half. Um, so so that that was a good phone call. That was probably my first relieved to hear from him phone call after that because, um, you know, because they would tell me happy birthday and everything. But at the same time, it's still very emotional. Um, I, Like I said, I did write a blog about phone calls um, on our website. Just how much, when you read an email, you're putting emotion into that email that's kind of long gone. He was already at the computer, and he wrote out your, his little email and sent it to you. And you kind of have to, like, revive the emotion in an email. But when you are on the phone and you can hear the emotion in somebody's voice, if I start to, you know, sniffle a little bit, my husband can hear that. Or if he's, you know, if he's particularly, you know, down that day, I can hear it in his voice. That's what's so hard for me is that it, it's just so emotional and, and it's almost overwhelming. And sometimes I think I'd rather just, you know, get my emails and save the emotion for homecoming. So <laughs> that's a really good point, you know. Um, I had This hasn't happened to me before, but I've had – you know, the port call, phone call, when the spouse calls, and there's, like, of course, they've been working really hard. It's time for a port call. They've earned it. They deserve it. And they're at some, you know, place that's got loud music going, and they're like, hello, can you hear me? And yeah. it's like, oh, <laughs> like a beer or two too many. And um, so I know that can be difficult, too. So you take the good with the bad. And, um, and so, yeah, I've never, you know... Who knows? Maybe I'll get one of those one day. But uh, <clears throat> that's right. He has a submarine, so he doesn't yes. get the chance. No, there's no port calls on Boomer. So if there is, that means there's something broken, and that's not good. So, right. <laughs> but um, if he ever goes back to fast tech, I know they get some really cool port calls. So, um, but yeah, you know, I will. We'll talk boots on ground phone calls here just for a little bit. I'll touch on that. When Craig was on his IA, um, the communication when your sailor is on IA, um, and I've talked to a lot of IA spouses, it's pretty good. And it can be almost a little too instant. And um, by that I mean, you know, if they've got, um, you know, if, if you're not a reservist, because I know reservist is a little bit different, but if you're active duty, you can call into the duty office number, the duty officer number, the STO number, and um, they'll do a morale call for you, and they'll transfer the call locally to your house. Like he would call there, and they transfer you over. Um, and so because of that, you can get quite a few phone calls, like once a week, once every few days, depending on what's going on. And that's a lot when you're used to no phone calls or one every two months or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was hard um, at first, but then we got kind of into a, a regular routine um, because, you know, you don't want to miss any phone call at all. That's the other thing. So your life kind of stops, kind of messes, you know, you get into, mm -hmm. you know, that, that point where you don't want to leave your house, 
or you got to make sure you have your cell phone, or if you forgot your cell phone, you got to go back to your house and get it. <laughs> but um, if I had to say one good thing about an IA deployment, it would be the fact that you do get a lot. Of, you can get a lot of phone calls if you've got a good uh, duty officer back home in the states, because they can call DSN and then get the call transferred to your house, and it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. So, um, so that's a good thing. And the other. Uh, Okay, so let's see. Let's move on to the next thing um, besides phone calls. Um, and this one's boots on ground, so I'll stay, I'll, I'll stay on the boots on ground stuff for a moment. And that, it's, that's instant messaging. And I don't know, do you, the surface ships have instant messaging? No. Not that I know no. of. Not that you know We of. haven't been able to do it. Okay. So, but there are times when our emails are pretty instant. So we might sit for like an hour you know, emailing back and forth. So that's the closest thing. Oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, instant messaging or webcamming. Um, when Craig was on his IA, on his IA, that was fantastic. We could sit and instant message back and forth. Um, his internet connection was really, really slow. So I will put that out there. The webcam was achingly slow on his side, but it was great to actually see him on the other side, and um, I'll never forget the first time I saw him on webcam when he was in Afghanistan. It was really strange to see, like, his, because I had never, of course, when they le when he left here, he didn't have any of his desert gear at all. He got mm -hmm. all that on his way. So to see him in desert camis and, like, a little sunburn, that kind of freaked me out. So prepare, oh. prepare yourself, folks, if that's you. But, um, because uh, it, it was, it made that deployment a little more real to me, mm -hmm. and it wasn't just another underway. It wasn't just another deployment. It was a different kind of deployment, and you get it. For me, it was more of a sense of danger and understanding. Oh gosh, he really is in the sand, or you know, deployed to a dangerous place. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll put that out there. That was a little. And then there was the time when we were instant messaging, and the siren went off for a mortar attack for the first time mm -hmm. and freaked him out because he, he had never heard it before. And he's like, I think we had a mortar attack. And I really didn't know what a mortar attack was. So I was Googling mortar attack. <laughs> you know, it was just, oh, I could laugh about it now, but it was not. Yeah, I'm sure you weren't laughing at the time. <laughs> I was. I told him, I said, do me a favor, don't ever tell me when there's ever the siren again. You know, yeah, you're like, just be like, hey, I've got to go to the bathroom or I'm going right to now. eat. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell me it's because I'm an alert. Yeah. Oh, man, it was bad. Okay, so that's instant messaging. We're going to go through these really quick. Um, we touched a little bit on letters. And, you know, just like email is a really personal form of communication, so is letters. And, um, you know, I get asked a lot to, um, you know, I don't. people will say, you know, well, should I write? I don't really write romantic type stuff, or I'm not really good at writing mushy things. Um, you know, what if I'm just sending cards with a note in them? It doesn't really matter what you send. It's just the fact when that mail call comes that your sailor has mail. And if you prefer the handwritten letter or, or even just a card, you know, you go to the dollar store and buy a bunch of cards and fill out the left part of that card with whatever's on your mind that day. I think it's still a sweet, sweet thing to do. And uh, so that way you don't have the intimidation of filling a whole piece of paper with words if you're not, if you don't, you know, if that 
and makes you feel uncomfortable. I agree. For a lot, yeah, a lot of people it does, you know. Um, but, you know, my letters that I've gotten from Craig, they're like one of my most cherished things because mm-hmm. that's when you talk about your hopes, your dreams, your plans for um, the reunion when they come back. And there's always lots of plans going back and forth in letters. Yeah. When, yeah, we, when I get home, let's do this. When you come home, I want to do this. Or I've been thinking, you know, whenever, <laughs> that's when you go, you know, I've been thinking. And then that's when, like, there's silence going, uh-oh, what are they going to say? <laughs> well, um, I, you know, if you have one of those printers at home that you can print out your own little, like, um, four-by-six pictures, you might want to think about using your pictures as a postcard. You know, stick it in an email. I mean, stick it in an um, envelope, but write your little letter on the back of the picture. It can be a picture that's of you. a great idea. Or a picture of your pets. Like for us, our pets are literally our babies. So I send him a lot of pictures of our, our pets and stuff. Um, you know, print out a little picture, or especially of your kids, you know, if, you, if your kid can, you know, write it, write their name or, you know, write I love you, you know, put it on the back of the picture. And it's something for him to keep not only for the, the words you've written, but also a chance to see you and see his family. And, you know, because like Wendy said, you know, it doesn't have to be some long written out you know, I love you to the moon and back and all this stuff because, you know, sometimes you've said enough of that and it doesn't, it doesn't do any more for either of you to just go on and on about how much you miss each other. You know, there. I know I've come to the point where it's like, yes, we miss each other, but it just makes us feel worse, you know, to go on and on about it. So, you know, we do talk a lot about, like, you know, when we come home, when you come home, we need to do more stuff. We need to go on weekend trips and we need to go – you know, go do stuff and go, you know, make more memories so that when, because that's what you live off of when they're gone. You live off of the memories. So it doesn't have to be a big thing. You know, packages are great and love letters are great, but if you can just, you know, jot a note on the back of the picture and stick it in the mail once a week, you know, and it's something that he'll keep and probably take on every deployment he'll ever go on, you know, are those pictures and letters from home. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, you know, um, you know, I, I always think, uh, I'm, I'm making myself a note here, um, you know, I, I think sometimes communication can be better on a deployment because you're actually listening to what the other person yep. says, yep. taking mm-hmm. the time to listen. So, you know, if you're facing a deployment and you're getting really down and depressed, I would have to say that that's one of the bright spots. It's a chance for you guys to communicate um, through the written word, and that can be very powerful. So, um, so take heart in that. That that can be a bright spot in that. So, okay. So let's see. So we've done letters. Oh, and and with that include pictures, which you kind of touched on. That I think you can't send too many pictures. I think that they love pictures. So just remember, whatever kind of picture you send, everyone else is going to see it. <laughs> make sure that you know you're. You have something on when you take a picture of yourself, <laughs> even if it's a shirt that's, you know, unbuttoned, oh, whatever. Wendy, you're so funny. <laughs> Every, and, and I don't care what he says. I don't care if he says, honey, I'll make sure that nobody else looks at you. <laughs> I'll, I promise don't believe him because once the picture comes and if anybody gets a little bit of a hint that he's got some sort of racy picture, trust me, it is going to be shared. There is nothing, they live like inches from each other. So I'm warning you all now, make sure that you've got something on in your pictures. Otherwise, 
<laughs> Don't be maybe surprised. You send, maybe you should send a letter describing the picture. Yeah, there you go. It's an actual picture. <laughs> That's funny. You're funny tonight, Hillary. Well, I, we've, it's been a whole two weeks, so I have all these, like, little stored up, you know, like, moments that I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this, and I want to talk about this, so... Okay, so we've, we've covered that. All right, so, so the next thing I've got, I've got two more things. Uh, I know we're we're uh, running short now. So, okay, so this, the next one I've got is um, journaling. And we've we've done a whole show on journaling. You can go back in the archives and, and read that if you or, or listen to it if you have not heard it yet. But um, one of the cool things that you can do is uh, for yourself and your spouse is, you know, take the time to get a little journal and write down at the end of the day, you know, whether it's a gratitude type of journal where you write down what you're thankful for or just a running dialogue of what happened to your day and then you trade with your spouse either halfway through the deployment or when they get back. And it just helps uh, for a lot of reasons. And we you know lots of people have come on, you know, during the chat room and that we've talked about this before about how it can be really therapeutic. It can spark creativity. It can, you know, make you dream about your future in ways you never even dreamed of. Putting your thoughts to words, to print. Excuse me. So, um, and I, you know, the biggest rule that I've always heard, you know, when it comes to journaling is, uh, you know, you just write when inspiration strikes. So you carry it around with you when you're in line at the, you know, in your purse, and write when you're in line or, or waiting for your doctor's appointment or getting your oil changed. And, um, but you, you just never spend too much time about how uh, terrible whatever situation you're in or griping too much to stay away from the victim mode, so to speak. You know, how can he be gone this long? How come I haven't heard from him? How come the car had to break down? How come this or how come that or I hate this or I hate that? Because uh, that will just, you'll just, spiral yourself down into a well that's deep and dark and you don't want to do that. You want to try and stay positive. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think journaling is like a really cool thing. And you can write down your goals, everything from your goals to, you know, things that put you at ease, you know, or, or uh, we're all trying to get healthy and exercise more. And so there's just all kinds of things you can write about it. Um, so I encourage you guys to journal. I think it's a really great way to get through a deployment. All right, so what else do I got? Oh, I probably everyone's favorite, the care package. Unless you're on a submarine, again, I'll say. I know all the submarine wives are going to be like, especially since I just came from Banger. Um, they're like, care packages? What are you talking about? Um, but I will say what you do if your husband's on a submarine, and then we'll talk surface ships, you send out two packages. We've talked about this before. One for halfway night, a shoebox filled with all kinds of goodies for him. And then another one, and what I used to do, and I didn't get this idea on my own. I didn't make it up. I'm not that creative. I got it from another subwife. Um, she used to do another box, and it had something in there for every week that they were gone. So if they were gone, excuse me, let's say 12 weeks, it had a card for each, like every Friday, let's say, they had something to open, whether it was a card or a $5 DVD or a pack of M&Ms. You can get a lot of stuff in a shoebox, believe it or not. And you just pack it up by weeks so you can't open it more, you know, more than the week that's allotted for. And that's kind of your answer to the care package. 
yes, you're not, I mean, it's true you're not going to send like a game night themed, you know, care package like you would if he was deployed to Iraq or Afghanistan where you put, you know, Scrabble and popcorn and, you know, poker cards and chips and all that stuff like a game night. No, you're not going to be able to do that, but you can still do something that's really sweet. Um, so, and, and, and surface ships, I mean, we've sent uh, care packages out before, and those are fun to put together. What are your thoughts on that, Hillary? Um, I have sent two care packages. I sent one for Valentine's Day, and I sent one for his birthday, and it was kind of like birthday slash St. Patrick's Day. I, like, threw poorly clovers all over it and everything. I love care packages because there's so much I can't do for my husband when he's not here. I can't cook for him. I can't, like, you know, do, like, hand him clean clothes, you know, when he needs them. I can't. I can't do anything for him, and he he has so little comforts at home. When I can send him a package that has, you know, anything in it that reminds him of home, anything that would might make his life a little more comfortable, I like I I love that I jump at the chance to send him like um, like he forgot his alarm clock that we bought him to go on the boat and it's like the perfect alarm clock and he tried to find another one but he couldn't and um, you know he just really wanted that alarm clock so I was able to send it to him and it just made things a lot easier because he he knew he was gonna get up on time and he didn't have to worry about it anymore because he was kind of stressing out because whatever alarm clock he got you know just wasn't working for him so anything like that. I love to be able to do, if I can send him, like, a new pillowcase, you know, like, halfway through because, you know, who I don't know what kind of pillowcases they have. And that's weird. That's the kind of thing I think about, you know. Yeah. Does he have a something pillow? Does he have enough, you know, socks or whatever? So, and I send kind of random junk, I guess. Sometimes I just send, you know, like, dollar store, like, junk, like, um, bouncy balls or, um, you know, just cheap candy or anything like that that can just, you know, kind of give them a moment to pull to pull something out and, and have a little moment of, of you know, not con- not being consumed by being on deployment. That's what packages do for me and what I hope they do for my husband. And um, that's why I think it's so important to send them. Um, even if it's just something, you know, you might think it's silly, you might think it's trivial, it will mean so much to him because you're thinking about him and it's, it's like it's honestly the most you can do when you can't really do anything for them. That's how I feel about kids. I think that's great. Yeah, that's, I think that's a great way to put it. And, you know, the um, only thing I can add is you don't have to send a whole big box, like if you're on a budget or if you're trying to send something pretty regularly especially if they're on an IA. Sometimes, you know, just a, a manila envelope, one of those little padded envelopes that has a magazine and a letter and a couple of treats, and that's it. That's all you send. You know, you could do that for under five bucks and yeah. get it in the mail, and it's still something. It still shows that you're thinking about them, and, you know, whether it's the Navy Times even. I used to do that because it, when you do a really Mac Daddy care package, you could spend some cash really yeah. easy. And if you're trying to do one, every, you know, I would try and send something um, at least every other week. And I know that sounds crazy to some people, but I would try to send something every other week. The, the post office guy knew me very well. and But the thing was, sometimes I just sent the envelope with the Navy Times and 
um, some treats and a letter, some pictures of the dogs, and that was it. And sometimes it was a little more elaborate and a themed idea. You guys can Google themed care packages. Um, we have some on the website too. We've done shows about that, and uh, that's a really big event all of in itself, all the different types of care package themes. Um, and so I'm not going to spend too much time on it here, but um, I think the important thing Hillary is saying is you can't really do anything for them when they're gone, and we're used to, you know, they do stuff for us from their home, and we're just naturally wanting to do stuff for them. And when they're gone, you can't. You can't even go, like, I remember last Christmas when Craig was gone, um, going to try and find something to get him for Christmas. He was going to be gone so long that it didn't make any sense for me to get him, like, Normally I'd get like a, a polo shirt or some cologne or a sweater yeah. or a pair of pants. That he really couldn't use while he, he was gone. Yeah, he, it was useless to get that, and I was so depressed. I'm like, I can't even believe I can't even buy a real present. What am I going to get besides electronic equipment, you know, like an ED or something? Um, so, you know, we get kind of like um, sad about it, and I think it forces you to be creative. And even if it is just something small and sweet, it's a chance for you to do something for him or her, and that's the whole point is um, letting them know that you think about them, that you care about them, and that it's a great way to put love in a box or love in an envelope. So Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this one last question before we go. And um, I want to know what and you can ask Marla too in the chat, whoever's in the chat room, how much do you tell your spouse, your husband, while he is deployed? And um, that's a loaded question because, um, like, if, you know, um, little Johnny got an F on his report card, do you share that? If the card is broken down, do you share that? I'm talking about the stressful stuff. If you uh, got in a fight with your mom, do you share that? That kind of stuff. It's all great when everything is going well, but what about when things are not going well? How much do you share? And, and there's varied opinions on that. And uh, so, um, so I'm curious, Hillary. What have you thought? I know this is your first deployment. Yeah, but we have had underways. So okay. I know I have a little bit to fall back on. And when do you know? Probably better than anybody listening, that we own a car that's a piece of crap, <laughs> and we've gone through a lot of stuff with it. And not only will have we gone through a lot with the car. I am a very independent person, and if I can do something by myself, I will wait until all my limbs are broken and I'm going to die from starvation before I ask for help. I'm just, and I don't, you know, I'm, I've always been that way. I'm so independent, and I'm like, it's like I'm going to figure out a way to take care of it. I tell him after I have a solution. The car goes down every single time he left. I kid you not. He left. <laughs> Yeah, I know we talked about on the show before. I know that our <laughs> listeners are like laughing because yeah, the Hillary and the car story. I know, I know. I'm he so left, and the battery, you know, just all the stuff. So, and I would tell him, you know, I I didn't tell you this because I I took care of it, but you know, this happened. You know, my husband, even though he knows I'm very independent, he feels very responsible for me. Obviously, I'm his wife. You know, he, I'm here because of him. I'm where I am because of him and so far away from everybody because I wanted to be with him, and that's all all fine and dandy, but he just feels very responsible, and he's very, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, kind of um, accident prone, I guess, and, like, stupid things like the car are, are always happening to me, and so he, 
you know, he has a tendency to be a little overworried. So I, in telling him after I've taken care of a problem is twofold. I'm telling him what happened because it's part of my life, and he's my best friend and my husband, and I tell him everything. You know, it's hard for me to, to go through something and not tell him because, you know, he's my best friend. He's who I talk about everything with, and so it's hard for me to not tell him. You know, it's like um, I just feel, and I think it makes me feel worse about it if I don't tell him. But at the same time, I don't want to tell him, and then him be all worried and upset about it. So I just tell myself, you know, we'll we'll get through it, and then I can tell him later, and then he'll he'll have another reason to feel better about being gone. You know that I can, you know, just one more example of of my ability to take care of myself and my ability to to get things done while he's gone. So if you can hold off on telling your deployed spouse something that might be rough for them to, under, to, to hear and know that they're not home to help you with it, you know, to know that they're not home to to offer advice or, or comfort or, you know, give you a hug or, you know, whatever, it's going to be really hard for them. I mean, it's really hard for me to hear things that my husband goes through and know that I can't do anything but offer him, you know, words of encouragement. So it's, you know, it's a two-way street, but if you can wait and tell him about it after you've kind of moved on and conquered it, it's not only going to allow you to still communicate with your your spouse, but also it's going to it's going to kind of you know build a bridge over any worry they might have, over any concern they might have. You know, my husband knew that the car was probably going to need work, so I think it was constantly in the back of his mind. Um, so just being able to let him know that I, I took care of it and now, you know, it's okay and we, we shouldn't have any more problems with the car, kind of like, a, you know, rest a little bit easier and, and give him even more confidence in, in my independence and my ability to, to take care of things, you know, to man the home front while he's gone. That's great, Hillary. I mean, I think that's great. I, I think it's great advice for, for any spouse. And I think that, uh, you know, sometimes it can just be easy to, hop on that email and say, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe what happened today. Yeah. And then just unload. And then the and then you forget about it. And then there's, they get your email and go, oh, my gosh, that happened. I wonder um, how they're, she's handling it. And then you yeah. forget about it. And then, like, a week later, you're like, oh, they ask you about it. And you're like, oh, that? I took care of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. I mean? So, um, no, I think that's absolutely great advice. I, I couldn't have said it any better and, you know, I've, I've had spouses tell me, oh, no, I tell my spouse every single thing as it happens, like a play-by-play, because mm-hmm. that's what he wants, and he wants everything. And it's not that I'm, we're suggesting or I'm suggesting that you hold things back uh, to be, um, you know, uh, to be defiant against his wishes or something like that, or right. that you're you know, we're trying to tell you how to run your life. No, that's not it at all. We're just trying to share you, with you what, what has worked for us. And if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, okay, too. Um, but this is just an idea that you could try and see how it does work and that you're not holding anything back. You're just sharing the hardship that you experience um, after you've already handled the crisis. Yeah, and in the process, it. yeah, in the process you're, you know, uh, becoming stronger on your own, you're you're learning how to problem solve on your own and figure out what you thought you couldn't get through. Oh my gosh, you're strong, you can get through it. And uh 
and you know Hillary said it you know much more much you know she said it very eloquently and I'm still on uh, cold medicine as you can tell but uh, I think that's a great 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 idea I couldn't have said it really any better I, you know a lot of people ask that question and I've, I've actually been at a staff conference where somebody stood up and, and said at the end that she uh, they're doing closing remarks we were talking about communication and she said you know, I never used to tell my husband anything. He'd been in the Navy like 20 years. You know, I don't know how many deployments, like 15 patrols, Trident patrols or something crazy like that. I never used to tell him anything. I used to tell him everything was fine. And when he would get home, of course, then he would learn, oh, my gosh, you know. Yeah, uh, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, and so then he would just feel like, feel like, how do I step back into this family? How do I step back in and, and be a part of, you know, the the uh, disciplinary, you know, the, the disciplinarian and kids, and how do you and, you know, as a husband and a wife, how do we still connect, relate? And I don't think it's good to go cold turkey like that, that in that example. You know, maybe you keep a journal at night and you write down everything and you tell them, hey, look, here it is, all, all of it, black and white. You can read it if mm -hmm. you want or not. And um, so you still share everything that happened to you because, uh, that helps with that communication and that that closeness. I think that we're not you know we're not saying don't say anything at all because you don't want to stress them out while they're underway because right. they have a hard job to do, whether they're you know on a sub or on an aircraft carrier, whether they're boots on ground or a CB or if you're listening to us, your spouses in the Air Force or Army or Marine Corps, whatever you're you know everybody has an important job to do. Doesn't matter what that job is, it's important to the big scheme of things. If your husband or spouse doesn't do his job, it affects a lot of other people. So it's very important what they do. And um, and you might think, oh, I don't want them to be stressed out and affect their day. Well, you're right. That's a great, you know, thing to consider and to be sensitive to. But um, like Hillary said, you know, wait until it's a better time to, you know, you've conquered the problem and then yeah. speak about it. So absolutely, I think that's. That's really, really great advice. I wanted to to say um, when it talks to holding, you know, things back. Um, I was, you know, I I did it the I did it the good way and the bad way. I there were times where I would just be like, you're not going to believe, and I and I kind of learned from my own lesson the hard way. So there's hope for you <laughs> if you were like me and and you're listening, going, oh my gosh, I really am terrible. I tell them every bad thing. Yeah, that was me. It wasn't good. And and Craig would come up, why did you do that? I get this stuff from you and there's nothing I can do about it. And my thought was, well, if I have to go through it, you have to go through it too, which is really yeah. <laughs> and you, So you really do have to be the bigger person, the better person um, sometimes. Yeah, learn from, learn from your – and boy, I learned. Yeah, I made lots of mistakes. We all do. Not everybody's quite as wise as Hillary on her first deployment. <laughs> <laughs> Baptism by fire, I call it. And it's yeah. so funny because I was I was driving off base and we have this big LED board at the front of the base that makes announcements. And I saw an announcement for a, um, a new spouse orientation class. And oh, I just really? kind of had to laugh because I'm like, a year too late. <laughs> you know, I've already, baptism by fire, I've already like, you know, been through, uh, some of my friends call it the school of um, Navy wife hard knocks. You know, I learned it the hard way, and I did it on my own. 
and I'm like, oh, great, now there's a spouse orientation, you know. But, you you know, you have to make mistakes to be able to learn from them. And, you know, it's okay if your first deployment, your communication wasn't perfect and he was a little upset from knowing or not knowing or whatever. You know, he's doing it for the first time, too, if, if it's your first um, experience together. So he, he may not have reacted quite the way he should have when, you told him about how bad your day was, you know, and he got upset because he was like, I can't do anything about it. Maybe all he could have, maybe just all you needed was a, you know, I'm I'm sorry and I'm glad you could talk to me about it. So, you know, don't don't feel like it's it's all up to you to, to make the calls and be the, you know, oh, I have to, you know, be really careful. You know, he's going to have to give up some information as well and tell you what he needs to hear and what he doesn't need to hear. So, you know, it's all it's all relative. And uh, the more you do it, you know, the the more time goes by, it's going to be easier for both of you. So That's right. That's right. Well, I hope that these tips will help you guys in your next deployment. And, um, you know, these are these came from our, us, from Hillary, myself, and also from other spouses that we've talked to. So uh, I hope that it does help you. And we want to hear your tips, too. So if, you, if there's something that you feel like we forgot and we, did, we left off, please send it to us. We want to get your feedback. And, um, you know, we post a lot of stuff on the website, and we'll include it there, too. And that is www.mymillife.com. Or you can email us, and we'll, we'll give those addresses out in a little bit. Uh, I did want to say we had a cute little testimonial that I got last week, and I put it on the blog, and I just want to put on, I'll tell you guys what it was. A lot of our people, a lot of our listeners uh, tune in in the archives once our show has already been taped. And so we thank you guys so much who listen to us via iTunes or on the website. And Carolyn, that's how she listens to our show. She wrote, hi, I just wanted to say I love your show. I wish I could hear it live, but I always have to wait until I get out of class at 10 p.m. But I wanted to say thank you. You really helped me through my last deployment. So I thought that was sweet. So that was from Carolyn. Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks for listening. We're we're here because of you, and we want to help your deployment go, deployments go by easier and thankful that you're listening to our show. That's awesome. I always love to get feedback. Yes, I know, and I I, I hope more people will take an example of that and tell us yes. know, what they think about our show. Absolutely. So right. well, we're going to close out the show to, for tonight. Again, We here we are an hour and a half later, and we never really think we're going to fill an hour and a half, but somehow we yeah. do. Um, <laughs> upcoming on the show... I'll let you guys know we're going to have somebody from um, the movie brothersatwarmovie.com is the website. It's Brothers at War is the movie. You can check for um, local theaters in your area at the website, so that's coming up. I also got a book. Um, it's called Homefront. It's written by a military spouse author that I'm reading right now. It's really good. She's coming on the show to talk about that, plus a lot more stuff. We're running out of time, so I'm going to wrap up quick. Um, if you have a, a guest that you'd like to have, uh, interview on Navy Wife Radio. We want to hear from you. So you can email us um, at wendy at navywiferadio.com or you can email Hillary and her address is Hillary. Oh, sorry. I was reading the chat. <laughs> Hillary at navywiferadio.com Yes, so email one of us. We'll be happy to, to get all of your comments and feedback and suggestions for the show. Um, do you want to tell everybody real quick about our website, Hillary? Yes. I do. Um, www.mymillife.com. 
You go there, you um, create a username and password. It's a social networking site for military spouses. Um, you can create a page, upload some photos, start a blog, and um, chat with uh, other military spouses of all branches. So um, it's really awesome. We've almost got, um, we're, we're getting close to 100 members, so it's really exciting. Um, lots of awesome pictures up there, and it's, that's my favorite thing to do. And I do read everybody's blog, so I just want everybody to know that. If you post a blog, I read it. I might not be able to respond to them all, but I read them, and, and I love them. So don't stop posting your blogs. Keep doing it, and um, and uh, hopefully we can get some more users, and uh, you can check out um, Wendy and I's blog. That's right. We're both on there, and we both write about a bunch of stuff, so please check it out. Um, I want to let you know our show today was sponsored by AskTheChief.com. That's AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and its opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. So um, that's our show for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for everybody in the chat. We love hanging out with you guys. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks. See you next week. Yeah, my voice held up. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. We'll see you guys next week, and I'll have my report for my live visit down at USAA with Mike Kelly. I'm so excited about it. You'll hear more about my trip in spring break. So, you know, do something fun this week. Have a good time, you know, with um, if you're off, with your kids are off for spring break, or, you know, if you're spouses deployed, get with a couple of girlfriends, have a night in or a night out, and just make the most of it. And uh, let us know what you guys are doing in the coming week. You can email us. We already gave you our email addresses. But um, you can also check us out on the website. That's www.mymillife.com. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. And you can visit us online also at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks. Good night, everybody. Close my